As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm Allie Wolf, a TV news reporter taking on my biggest assignment yet, motherhood. Get ready to feel inspired and connected as we explore the journey into mom life. This is the Mom's Calling Podcast. I want it to be my space where I can, you know, be by myself and relax and just create something fun. But I'm also not opposed to it turning into something bigger if it if that's where we end up. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mom's Calling. Thank you so much for listening. I truly hope you're finding gems of inspiration in these episodes. Honestly, I am too. I'm learning so much along the way. And today's interview is no exception. You just heard from my guest, Jessica Ferreira. She's a mom of two, a third grade teacher, a Zumba instructor, and she has an incredibly successful Etsy shop called Shut the Front Doormats, where you guessed it, she sells doormats. And these are not just any doormats. They are handmade and they are fun with puns and seasonal expressions on them. And they're very cute. She posts them on Etsy and on Instagram, where she has a very big and very loyal following. In this conversation, we talk about how this all started as a creative outlet, something to do while her husband watched sports, and how it grew over the years. We talk about how she stays motivated to juggle it all and how you can too. We also discuss how to grow on social media, which can be super tough. She has really great ideas that you can use to see results as well. Jessica encourages moms to make time for yourself and the things you love. She says, just because you're a mom does not mean your life has to stop. Enjoy the interview. Jessica, welcome to Mom's Calling. I'm so happy to have you on today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I know you through seeing your Instagram and your Etsy, and it just has such a good vibe. And I am dying to know your story of how you got started. You have so many sales and so many followers, and I want to hear the origin story of how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. So it's kind of a funny story. So I, a couple of years ago, maybe three-ish years ago, uh, was looking to buy a doormat and me being the frugal self that I am said, I can just make one. I don't need to buy one. And, uh, I went out and got some paint and a blank doormat and I made my first mat. And let me be honest, it was not that good. <laughs> the, the first mats, uh, looking back at them are pretty bad. I don't know any of my like original people out there. Like, I'm really sorry. I should probably refund you because they were, <laughs> they weren't that good. But, um, and I just started by making a few here and there for gifts and for my own door. And I'd post them on Facebook. And, you know, my friends would comment and say, like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. Can I buy one? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, 
that sounds fun. And um, I was just making them on my dining room table, like as something to do while my husband watched sports because I didn't want to watch sports. And um, and then next thing you know, I was like, oh, well, there's, a, there's like a bunch of orders coming in. OK, OK. And um, and I actually had called my brother and I was like, hey, what do I do? Like, this is actually becoming like a, a thing, you know, and he's like, Jessica, you need to like start documenting and like getting all your ducks in a row here. And so um, I ended up going and getting my business license uh, through the town and uh, organizing myself a little bit better. So I was not on my dining room table. Um, and yeah, here we are. It's a wild ride. And it was just becoming a lot. I actually had a note in my phone. It was really lame. And <laughs> I would use like the little green check mark emoji to like say I completed the order. I was like, Jessica, you need to get your stuff together here. And she did get her stuff together. Shut the Front Doormats was born about two to three years ago when Jessica decided to sell her fun and stylish doormats to a larger audience online. She figured out how to do it as she went. I was like, well, you know what? I, when I'm looking to buy a gift, I think, let me go on Etsy. So I watched a few YouTube tutorials about how to upload video, like upload pictures to Etsy um, and how to do it. Uh, it definitely took a little, like a couple times to get the hang of it. Um, but it really makes my life a whole lot easier because it keeps track of my orders. It automatically sends the tracking information to the, um, to the buyer, which is great. Um, and it just helps me keep myself organized. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. The thing that I think is so cool is that your product is so fun. And um, I just want to go through like two of my favorites that I saw is okay. Hit Me Baby One More Time, The Door, <laughs> and This House Runs on Wine and Amazon. So those are two personal favorites of mine. I want to know how you come up with all of the sayings. Is it just you putting your personality or do people recommend them? How much of it is custom and how much of it is your creativity? A little bit of both. So I do take custom orders. So sometimes somebody will message me something hysterical that I'm like, oh my God, I love this. And I can't wait to make this. Um, and sometimes I get inspiration from different like phrases I hear or see or songs. Um, and I don't know, inspiration comes a little bit from everywhere. I'm all over social media. I love social media for my personal use, let alone my, uh, you know, <laughs> my business use. Um, yes. But I so just love, you know, like when you walk through TJ Maxx or Home Goods and you see those signs, sometimes I'll get inspiration from different little signs that people have in their houses um, or just things I come across. Yes. And it's, it's fun. I'm sure you just are writing in your notepad still <laughs> for different reasons. I, uh, I am. I like have a little note and I have them separated by season. And so, because sometimes a Christmas idea will come to me in July and I'm like, I have to remember this. Um, and so I'll, I'll make a note in my phone. So it's still happening. <laughs> yes. And so hearing how you started to, to seeing what your Etsy looks like now and what your social media looks like now, it looks professional and fun. And I definitely get that feeling that there is a strategy there. At least that's what I get. I don't know if you're still feeling like it's just this thing that's happening or did you shift and, and start thinking of it as an actual side hustle or a business and, you know, has it evolved into that over time or is it still something that you consider just purely fun to do? 
let me start by saying there are times of the year where it's very busy for me, um, where it's definitely more business-like. Uh, like fall and Christmas are very busy. Um, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's definitely busier times. Um, but I do. I love it. It's my time to unwind. I just go downstairs in my little workspace. I put on a like a. I'm listening to an audio book right now. Um, and I just paint and it gives me my time by myself to just be alone after a busy day with kids. It's like, this is just lovely. <laughs> um, and then and it's just fun. Like I love, I love taking the pictures and making the TikToks with them now. And it's just, and I love when people share their photos too, of their doormats and like how excited they are to decorate their front door. I, I used to change out my doormat. I mean, I still do, but very, very often. And my husband would constantly be like, Jessica, got another new doormat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, it was so cute. I couldn't, you know, but I, I love decorating my front door. And obviously there's a lot of you guys who do too. So, <laughs> well, I also feel like it's trendy and I don't know if it's always been a trend to do that layered doormat look, but I think it's become you were early on that. You must have seen it coming or maybe you just were always up on that. But I feel like you got ahead of something that became big. So part of it must have been your interest, but also that you're you're in a very trendy space now, right? Yeah, well, so I, secret here, <laughs> I have a shipment coming this week with some samples. So I'm hoping to start selling them with my doormats. Um, oh. So you don't have to like go to a separate place to buy the layered mat, but now you can buy the layered mat and the doormat, which will be fun. And I have all sorts of colors coming, which is cool too. Um, I just think it like dresses it up a little bit um, and just brings another layer to it that it just like elevates it. I love it. No, it's awesome. I think it's it's such a fun thing and it makes a big difference for, for your house. It's the first thing you see. Um, it is. And so, so just going back to more of the early days too, because mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people who want to start and it's starting is hard. And for you, you, you obviously had some traction from the family and the friends and the word was spreading, but you know, it must've been hard. You must've had some that got messed up or shipping delays. Like, can you talk a little bit about some of the early challenges and how you pushed through and just stuck with it? Yeah. So some of the challenges I faced were like I had mentioned earlier, the shipping was a big thing. I wasn't sure how to ship them because they're an awkward size and it definitely was trial and error. I would buy one or two of each thing and see what would work. I also became like best friends with my post office people. <laughs> and I was like, help me please. And they were, they were great. So, um, another challenge was just figuring out like which paint worked best. Um, I'm still figuring out certain colors really don't show up that well, honestly. Um, and then just like different fonts and sizing was a big thing. Um, but honestly, it just came down to trial and error and not, and not getting frustrated. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were days that I was very frustrated, but just like, if I need to start over, start over. There were definitely mats that I screwed up on, which still haunt me to this day. It drives me bonkers. Um, and, but you know, it's just, it's life. You just live and learn and here we are. Yeah. It seems like for you, you have fun with it and I can feel that. And also it seems like you love the process and it's your me time and you love it. And do you think that has an impact on your success in, you know, why you've stuck with it and, and done well with it? I mean, I hope so. I, I, 
I do. I love each mat that I make and I'm not going to create a mat that I think is ugly. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want anyone's front door to look like a mess here. So my goal is to help your home look beautiful and for you to have fun. And they make great gifts too. Like I've heard so many people say like, oh, I gave it to my mom for Christmas or, you know, my dad for Father's Day or my sister for her birthday. And they like, Everyone just, it's such a fun gift and something different. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs a front doormat. <laughs> yes. And do you have any tip for another mom out there who might have her craft that she does or her thing that she set, you know, sells to her neighbors and just, you know, any words of encouragement for going out there and putting it on Etsy or putting it online because, you know, you've clearly done so well with it and have fun with it. So, I mean, I'm wondering if you have any message to other women who want to do something like you've done. Yeah. Well, first I'd say thank you. Um, but <laughs> second, I, I'd say like, don't be too hard on yourself. Like shut the front door did not grow overnight. There would be a week or two at a time where I'd have no orders and, and that's fine. You know, that's a time to do your research. That's a time to take some more pictures, do your like behind the scenes stuff that maybe when the orders do come in that you don't have time for. Um, and don't compare yourself to other people. I know when I first started, I would be looking at some of these because there are other doormat people. I'm not, no, I'm not blind. Um, I'd be like, oh my God, look, they have so many followers. Oh my God, look, they have so many orders. And like, after I stopped comparing myself is when it, it was like, okay, this is for me. This is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be, this is not my full-time gig. I'm a teacher. You know, this is supposed to be my me time. Um, and just have fun with it. Don't, don't stress about it. No, that's a good tip. I think that there's a a real temptation to look at your competition and you have to see who else is out there, but at the same time you kind of see, and then you go back and you do you. And you mentioned you're a teacher and you're also a mom, you have two boys and a lot of women, I think talking about starting a side hustle, I hate that word, but it's, I have no I other know. way to describe it, but you know, starting something on the side, a side business, um, time is a limiting factor. So I'm wondering, how do you find the time? I'm wondering if you can give like a day in the life of when you're in school. I mean, how how do you find the time? I'm sure there's moments in your busy season when it gets overwhelming. So how do you make it work? You also teach Zumba too. So it's like, how do you do it all? <laughs> uh, Starbucks? No, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so a uh, day in the life is I get up. I am not an early riser. I hate the morning, so I'm not going to get up any earlier than I have to um, get the kids out the door, go to school, come home, have dinner. And then after they go to bed is when I do all my doormats. So I end up staying up pretty late, to be honest. Um, but now it's funny because when this first started, I was painting doormats to get away from my husband. And now in my busy seasons, he's actually helping me. Uh, he doesn't paint, but he'll be in charge of bagging up the doormats um, or printing out labels for me or even just like moving the actual doormats because they're pretty heavy and um, or running to the store and getting paint. So it kind of is like a all hands on deck at times. Um, and then my my little one just recently gave up naps, which is kind of killing me. <laughs> uh, but I used to use nap time a lot um, to get like an order or two done in between different things. Um, but most of most of my work happens late at night. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. You got to find what works for you. I mean, I'm an early riser. I, after 8 PM, like my brain goes to mush. So I think it's like, you got to find the time, Mm -hmm. right. That you can, even if it's like, you know, 15 minutes or two hours, Mm -hmm. right. To find the time that you can get your energy. What are some good resources? You mentioned that I think you looked on YouTube or what are some resources to learn? Because I know a lot of it is fun and creativity, but another part of it is, you know, SEO or pictures. And, you know, I know you're not a photographer. So how do you learn it all as you go? I mean, there's the Internet's great for that, but I'm wondering what what worked for you. Um Definitely YouTube is great. Uh, I learned a lot through YouTube. Um, I will say, I know TikTok is relatively new, but there are a lot of people on there with some really cool ideas um, and they have some really great like tips. Um, And then I would say just scrolling on Instagram. Like I will, you know, in my downtime, whenever that is, (laughs) um, scroll on Instagram and see, you know, if anything's trending, see if anything is Um, like I'm seeing show up again and again, um, or just what catches my own personal eye. Like I said earlier too, like, I'm not going to put something out there. That's not me or not what I feel like represents me. Um, because you know, I, I want to have my name represent who I am. Yeah. And so you mentioned social media and I want to talk about that because, with TikTok and everything, you know, if you're a mom in her thirties and you're feel, I feel like I'm getting on the older side of social media and keeping up. So I want to hear your social media tips. You have a huge following on Instagram. You're so fun to follow. Um, it feels like maybe it's a little late to start or to grow. What are your tips for growing and for, for putting your brand out there in a way that's fun, but not silly. How do you think about social media when it comes to your business? So I think of social media in a few ways. Uh, The first way I think about it is staying consistent and making sure that I am being present and posting. So I aim to post for once a day on my feed. Um, Sometimes it doesn't happen, but sometimes it does. Um, And some weeks, if I'm feeling really ambitious, I'll go ahead and like pre-plan my week so that I have all the posts in draft form. Um, And then that way it's all set. So if you are busy throughout the week, you don't have to sit there and think like, oh my gosh, what about a caption? Because captions are definitely one of the hardest parts for me. Um, And so sometimes, again, they'll get popped into my note section of my phone uh, and save them for later because something might come to me. Um, And then I think also just like connecting with an audience um, and just building that relationship. There's so many people on my Instagram who I feel like I just know and I don't really know them, you know, Um, and it's kind of funny because it's connecting you to this whole other group of women who, and there's men too, but women Mm -hmm. who a lot of us are moms, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of teachers who follow me too. And so I'll post something and they're like, oh yeah, me too. And you just feel like, even though you're not in person connecting with these people that you have these connections and, you know, those days where we were in quarantine and I was stuck in this house alone, it's like, there's this, there are other people out there that can relate to you. And it's not just about the doormats anymore. It becomes like, I know it sounds corny, but like a little bit like a friendship. (laughs) I know. I get that. I get that for sure. I think that especially in the year and a half, like having social media can be such a beautiful thing. Um, I'm wondering though, you know, 
do you feel like you form those relationships with, uh, and I know you don't think of it as your customers, it's more like friendships in a community almost, but you know, do you form it through the posts that you do and putting yourself out there? Or do you have like DM conversations or do you do your stories? I know you do a lot of stories. So, you know, what is the way for somebody who's kind of maybe not that great at social media? I know personally, it's not my strength. So what is the best way to make those connections if you're, if it's not super natural for you? Yeah, I think creating a space that like a conversation can be had or someone can relate to it. So uh, recently I posted something about Target and it's like, yes, we all love Target. Let's be honest. So I had a ton of people message me and say like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yes, me too. Um, another big way is like you mentioned, I do use stories a lot. So I do polls, I do questions, I do uh, ways for my um, my audience to like engage with me. And so I can also see what they're thinking and what they're liking and what they're not liking and uh, kind of base my next steps from them. So like I had said, I ordered a bunch of layered mats to come for the under, under of the doormats. Um, and that's because a lot of people kept messaging me saying like, I love that look. I love that look. Do you carry them? And I was like, Oh no, I don't, you know, maybe I should, I don't know. And, um, and so I looked into it and I was like, all right, I'm going to buy a few samples before I bite the bullet here and buy a lot. But that was based on what my audience wanted. So listening um, and having the open communication and providing the opportunity. thats I think that's a, a great tip and a great piece of advice. Um, I am wondering, though, too, like, you know, I'm sure your social media didn't start with, you know, thousands of people on it. So do you have any tips for finding a customer and finding your target market, um, whether it's on Etsy or beyond, if you don't have the built-in following, it can be hard to find somebody who wants your product, right? Yeah, it can be really hard. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not an Instagram expert here. (laughs) Um, Well, also just within Etsy, I know there's SEO and there's just a lot of ways you can try to find people and just to become visible can be hard, you know? So Etsy does offer, uh, they offer, I don't know the numbers, don't quote me on it, but it's something with like ads and they will push your product more often. um, If you want to pay X number of dollars, I don't personally, um, but I know you can. Uh, Pinterest is another great one too, that you can also connect to Etsy uh, and link right to your product. And I think a lot of people are on Pinterest a lot. Um, Back to Instagram, because that's usually where I do the primary source of my like uh, advertising, if you will, is I definitely use a lot of hashtags. I'll do a lot of like I want people to comment on it. So then it will hopefully bring it more to people's feeds. Um, I don't know if it's true about the algorithm. I I, I don't know. I've read a lot of articles about it changing and not changing, um, but ways to get your items seen more often on people's feeds is to have more engagement with it, not necessarily likes or saves or comments, but just having somehow people engage with it. Um, I do also sometimes do engagement giveaways where, you know, I'll be like, Hey, you want a coffee on me? Great. Go like my last couple photos. And Mm -hmm. it just helps me. It helps them. We all need a coffee, but I would say to like loop back to your question, how to like advertise is just hashtags, you know, get the engagement on your posts, whether it's likes, saves, comments, whatever it may be. Um, and Etsy does offer the advertising. 
Okay. And I noticed you also have, like you said, you will repost um, some people who have bought your doormats and then they'll post about you and they'll tag you. And then you also have done some collaborations. And so can you just speak to how you go about that? Do you reach out to people? Are they customers who just love your product or how does that work? So a little bit of both. Um, Before I started Shut the Front Door, I was a big like social media person. Like I loved social media and I mean, don't get me wrong. I have like a thousand followers. It's not a big deal, but I, I loved it for my personal use. Um, and I have a lot of moms and girls who I would follow just cause I liked their fashion or I liked their, you know, their content. And, um, when I started shut the front door, I would just sa- send messages and I still do sometimes to bloggers and, you know, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I love your page. I love your feed. Um, any chance you want to collaborate. And sometimes they don't even open my message, which is okay. It's a little hurtful. Okay. So, um, but sometimes they reply and say yes. And it's so cool. And, you know, I have like a fangirl moment where I'm like, ah! <laughs> I know there was a blogger who uh, agreed to collaborate with me. And I called up my friend and I was like, you won't believe who just said yes. <laughs> we had like a moment, but, um, and, and so it's, they have a big audience, which then brings people to my page. So, um, there are a few bloggers who I will like consistently work with just cause they, they, a give me great photos to work with, which is awesome. Uh, because I can only vary up my front step how many ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes also I'll collaborate with them to do a giveaway. So, um, giveaways are another huge way to get a lot of followers. I just recently did one, um, where I gained a ton of followers, which is great. And I also got a ton of orders out of it. Also. Um, it was the, I smell children doormat coming up for fall and who doesn't love hocus pocus. <laughs> and, um, and it was great because I, a lot of people, you know, joined my page and then were like, Oh my God, this is so cute. I didn't know you we're, you know, here on social media and like, yeah, here I am. It's just a cool way to make connections. I think that's so smart. And I think that's a really good way to grow because I think that, you know, Instagram and having a following with whatever you want to do can really help bring attention to it. And so I think that those are some really good strategies. Um, So I want to know what is next for you? I know you said you're doing the layered um, mat. So like the bigger kind of rug underneath the doormat, do you want it to become your full-time job? I know no, no disrespect to teaching, but I'm just wondering how big do you see it getting, or do you always want it to be something that's fun and you don't want to take away the fun? I don't know. I mean, if you had asked me two or three years ago, if you thought I would be where I am now, I'd say you're crazy. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of just riding the wave and kind of going off what's, what's happening. Um, I, I mean, I love it and I don't want it to become a chore by any means. I want it to be my space where I can, you know, be by myself and relax and just create something fun. Um, but I'm also not opposed to it turning into something bigger if it, if that's where we end up. Um, yeah, I have the layered rugs coming up. I also have some t-shirts whoop, whoop, uh, coming up. Uh, so just like some new things to add and we'll see how it goes. And if it doesn't work, then we'll just go back to the doormats. <laughs> well, your attitude is great. I feel like it kind of, and also knowing that it's it doesn't put the pressure on because you have your job. And so you're not 
putting that stress for sales. And it seems like that just helps and it makes it joyful for you to do. Now I want to just go to some fun questions about mom life and self-care and then we'll wrap up. So, um, yes, I want to know your best and worst advice that comes to mind. This can be for mom life or for business or anything. What comes to mind? Uh, Best advice is definitely just like trust your instinct and do you for motherhood. Like there, I'm friends with a lot of moms and everyone has their own style. Like I'm a very routine mom. I'm like 730, you're going to bed because I got to go downstairs and do doormats. (laughs) Um, But there are moms who like have a flexible bedtime with their kids and that's totally fine. Um, You just have to find what works for you and your family and just make it work and don't compare yourself to like every other mother that's out there because we're all just trying to survive here. (laughs) We're all just trying to figure out what works and what, you know, we all just want happy, healthy kids. And that's the end goal. Totally. And then what is the worst advice that you have heard in your experience as a working mother? (laughs) I hate the phrase sleep when the baby sleeps. I hate that phrase. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Because that's the only time I can get my stuff done um, Mm. is when the baby sleeps. So, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Rest when you need to rest. I think there's also something to be said about don't burn yourself out. Like you can't be your best mom or your best self, not even a mom, but your best self. If you're on E, like you have to take care of yourself. And there are nights where like, you know what? I'm not doing any doormats tonight because I need to sleep and that's okay. But you just got to take care of yourself. But Worst advice, sleep when the baby sleeps. I can't stand it. <laughs> I could never do it either. And then I was mad at myself. I'm like, why can't I sleep? But yeah, it didn't work for me either. So that makes me feel better too. Um, what are your favorite resources as a mom or your favorite things as a mom? What gets you through? So I found this after my kids were actually born and I actually went back and like redid it. So it's called The Short Years um, and it's a website and an app. And it's super, super cool. So you get a bound like book, mine's gray and it has the kids' names. It's beautiful. And what you do is you download this app and cause like we all want a baby book, but let's be honest, you don't have time to like sit down and write in a baby book and remember all of their information. And then you want to include pictures, but like who prints pictures anymore? Like it's just <laughs> a whole big. So yeah. what this app does is super cool. You can upload photos right from your phone, which like we all just take pictures from our phones now. And it prompts you with different questions. So it'll say like, what are the baby's favorite things this month? What did the baby try for food this month? You know, all the different baby questions. And after three, two to three months, I think they print out and send the pages to you. And they have like three whole holes in them, like for the binder and you just mm-hmm. insert them. And so then the baby book is done. That's it's awesome. Done. That is so smart. And then I want to know about your self-care. What do you do on the nights that you're like, I can't do doormats. I need to recharge my batteries. So some things that I love, well, I love the beach. I am here in Massachusetts where we do have the beach. Um, So in the summer months, that's like my go-to space. Um, Love Target, obviously. Who doesn't love to just like go walk alone in Target? Uh, Just, you know, taking the time to like, drink a coffee in peace. I know I very rarely get to do that anymore. So that's Mm -hmm. a a great pleasure. 
Um, I recently got really into audiobooks again, which is great because I used to read a lot pre-children and then kind of lost it, I'll be honest. I know all my like former teachers are like, Jessica, but uh, <laughs> you know, it you just you there's no time. Um, but I really found a lot of enjoyment in that. So sometimes I'll just hang out and you know, do a face mask and listen to an audiobook. Um it's a simple pleasures, really. <laughs> I love it. Well, my last question was going to be, I know you listen to audiobooks. Do you have a good recommendation? It can just be a fun book. I, people are always looking for a good book. I am too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just read a great one. Local Woman Missing. I can't think of an author, but oh my God, I read it in like two days. It was so good. Um, and The Wedding Guest. That was a really good one too. They're both like mysteries. So if you're into mysteries, everyone like pegs me off as like, oh, I bet you'll like like a you know romantic comedy. I'm like, nah, I want <laughs> I want a good mystery. So um those are those are two good ones. Okay, sounds good. All right. Well then I just want you to end off with how people can find you and connect with you and shop your doormats. All right. So uh definitely check me out on Instagram, shut the front door doormats. I know it's a long one, it's okay. Um, and then once you find me on Instagram, I am on Etsy. And the link is right in my bio. Um, it's S T F D doormats. So shut the front door doormats. Um, and yeah, follow me. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. This was so informative and fun. Thanks for coming on Jessica. No, this is so fun. I love this. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions, I want to hear from you. Send me an email to momscallingpod at gmail.com. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review this podcast. See you next week for another episode of Mom's Calling on the Believe Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.